You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. <laughs> Sometimes I have such brain farts. <laughs> I love how you could just like roll right into it. <laughs> I don't think it was rolling right into I it. I think it was. I, it felt like I was rolling right around, away from it. <laughs> I think you're hard on yourself because I think you're uh, very professional there, dear. Oh, wow. Sometimes I got to like, you know, ignite the fire in my brain. <laughs> Anyways, so hi, Miss Barbara Ann Wild. Hello, hello. Barb. Yes. Your poor old friend over here is like <laughs> literally falling apart. What, what is going on with you? Oh my gosh. So I told you this the other day, but I thought I'd share it so our listeners can hear what the heck is going on. You know how I'm always wiggling around and complaining that you can't get comfortable. <clears throat> I'm so uncomfortable. I keep having this really bad lower back pain. And in fact, it's like kind of in my tailbone. Yeah. Which is otherwise known as semi-pornographic name of your coccyx <laughs> bone. <laughs> I've been having this pain for like a few months now and I, the life of me cannot get comfortable. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I went and I got an MRI and I got an x-ray and they couldn't figure out what was really wrong. But then I realized that, and this is really important, I think, if you're listening, I, I went and I explained to my doctor what was going on. He ordered an x-ray. We didn't see anything in the x-ray. So then they ordered an MRI. Right. And when they were doing the MRI, I noticed that they weren't going low enough. And I was okay. like, you know, I think you guys are not going low enough to where my pain is at. I feel like you're you're not going to see what's bothering me. They're like, oh, no, 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 we got it. Wasn't it wasn't a full body. It no, was they did the MRI on my lower, my lumbar, okay. which is like your, your lower back. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, the pain I'm feeling is lower than that. And remember, we got the MRI back yes. and they said that I had a couple of bulging discs and some pinched nerves, which explained, you know, my back pain, which I always have, whatever. But I kept thinking, you know, I still, I'm not okay with that information because I still don't feel like they really looked at my tailbone. You have to be your own advocate. You have to be your own advocate. Yes. So then I went and I called my doctor and I said, you know, I'm not confident with this diagnosis because I don't think you actually saw the tailbone and I feel like that's what's hurting me. So he said, okay, well, why don't you go see this other doctor who's a a surgical spine specialist? So I went to go see him and when I walked in and he saw me, the first thing he said to me, well... I'm going to tell you, you are the classic body type that complains about sore tailbones. And which kind of threw me. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And he said, well, you're very thin. Right. So you don't have a whole lot of, you know, cushion. Right. It's kind of a classic complaint from people that are are, are slight like you. And I thought, well, that's bullshit because I've been thin my whole life. Right. I haven't always had pain. So that doesn't sit well with me either. So now I'm on like what doctor number three. Yeah. And so I still wasn't good with that. So then I decided I'm going to call 
and make an appointment with the doctor that did my colonoscopy. Very smart. Because, you know, if maybe he can tell me what's going on because, you know, he's also a rectal surgeon and, you know, whatever. So I'm like, something's going on. Right. And it doesn't feel good. So I want to find out what it is and get to the bottom of it. And I just wasn't comfortable with the answers I was getting. And he did an exam, you know, the old rubber glove. Oh, fun. (laughs) He said to me, well, I have good news and bad news. The good news is is that it isn't anything, you know, scary or too terrible. The bad news is, do you feel what I'm doing right now? And I said, yeah, I feel that. And it does not feel good. This is what I feel every day. And he said, well, what that is, is your tailbone has mobility in it. And it shouldn't. Yikes. It's I'm moving it back and forth and that should not happen. And it looks like you injured your tailbone. So um, can you think of an instance where you fell or did something, you know, where it could have injured it? He said, you know, how long has this been going on for? And I said, well, about like four months now. It was like October. Yeah. So... I, I said, well, the only thing I can think of is last year when we went f- for Christmas, we went to Big Bear. We remember we got the cabin yes. in Big Bear and I was running That's down the stairs right. thinking I was all hot stuff in my new outfit that Gilby bought me trying to show it off. And I slipped. I remember and that. And I fell. Yeah. And I laid at the bottom of the stairs for like 20 minutes seeing stars and I was in agony. And then for a few days it hurt and then it stopped hurting. So I'm like, well, would that be it? Because that stopped hurting. And then all of a sudden, four months ago, it started hurting. And he said, well, you might have double injured it. You might have like injured it on that fall and then re-injured it on another fall. And that's probably why it happened. Wow. So you know what I was thinking about? I wonder if it was from when I felt ice skating. When we went ice skating, I mean, not ice skating. Roller skating. Roller skating. When we went roller skating. That's what I was thinking. But you fell forward, but that doesn't mean you couldn't have shifted something. Who knows what I did, but either way. I injured my tailbone and that's what the pain is from. And there's really nothing that they can do about it. It just takes time to heal and it takes a long time. So he said it probably heal itself in about a year. Wow. And some cases, if it doesn't heal and it gets worse and hurts even more, then they do surgery and they cut it off. What? They cut it off. Get out. Can you imagine? No. And he said it's a very painful surgery. So it's not something he even. Yeah. Sounds painful. Unless you really, really, really have to. Wow. So, but his hunch is that it's going to heal on its own and it's just going to take some time and I just kind of have to not re-injure it. So. Because when Zach broke his lowest two vertebrae, they made a special metal corset Mm. that he had to wear for six to eight weeks. Metal corset? Like... The, that sounds it, archaic. It was boning on the inside, but it was uh-huh. like very, um, it was very like a brace on uh-huh. the outside. It Velcroed or whatever, but they fit him for it. Like it wasn't like, you know, size extra small through extra large. No, they like literally took like an impression from his waist to his mm-hmm. tailbone area mm-hmm. and he had to wear it so that it realigned everything I mean, he was only in his 20s when that happened. But I was wondering because your tailbone's lower than that. So I that's my first question to you was, are they going to make you like a corset or yeah. something lower to no, hold you? No, he said there was nothing that I asked him. I said, is there anything I need to do? Should I do physical therapy? Should I 
do things differently. And he's like, no, it'll heal on its own. Just, you know, don't, wow. re don't re-injure it. And, I, you know, and of course I thought, well, you know, now that I'm of a certain stature, <laughs> maybe it's arthritis, you well, know, and it could be, I don't know. I mean, once you injure yourself, anywhere you, you can get arthritis you develop so, arthritis anyway yes. so i was like you know who knows but you know i guess we'll just give it some time and see what happens but that's what it is all this time oh but the moral God. of the story is now at least you know at least i know and if something doesn't sit well with you no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> if something doesn't sit well with you figure it out Go see another doctor, get a second opinion, a third opinion, a fourth opinion until you're satisfied with the answer and you feel like everything's been done to figure it out. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I totally have the same mindset as you um, in, in that way, especially because when it's something feeling uncomfortable, right? you know, sore or whatever, all the time they say... It's you're getting older. Yes. It's part of getting older. Yeah. It's your, it's natural. It's arthritis. It's this. It's yeah. That. And you know, you sometimes it. you just go and say to yourself, eh, that's not right. Because yeah. you know, that little voice inside your head said it, it, that's not the whole story here because I know my body. Yeah. I listen to my body and this is different. This is not just your normal ache or pain or whatever. And it's, it's interesting that you say that because years ago, a close friend of mine and Zach's, they're a couple and the, the husband's been a school friend of mine and Zach since we're kids. And his wife, her name is Cindy. She was just experiencing a multitude of medical issues and she went from doctor to doctor to doctor and this is someone with like the most majestic spirit she's always on an adventure she's always mm -hmm. wanting to go somewhere and she was hurting like this is not someone who's just like a hypochondriac by right. any stretch of the imagination and she was went from doctor to doctor they're putting her on you know all these psych meds and they're telling her it's yeah you know it's your mental state your depressed your yeah. this your that there's nothing all the tests are coming back negative you're fine you're fine turned out after a while she finally found a doctor who treated her like after doing tons of research herself, she finally found a doctor here in California. She's in New Jersey at Cedars who listened to her and did a bunch of tests and confirmed she has this strange endocrine neoplasma long medical thing. But it's a very specific pituitary type of situation. And it's very rare. It's genetic. Turns out two of her children, her two children have it one wow. to a lesser degree than the other but had she not been on this mission right. she would have never known and yeah. it's one of those things where now that she once she found out about it she was able to do things so that it doesn't progress to the point where you know i mean it's it's not something that goes away but at least she's able to navigate her way through this and sometimes you got to listen to that sixth sense yeah you do. And be your own advocate. You really, really do. You you do. It's really, really important because a lot of times, you know, you also feel like when you're going and complaining like, oh, you know, 
Maybe I am making a big deal out of nothing. Maybe it is just aging. Maybe it is just arthritis, you know, and you, you do feel like that sometimes, but you know what? It's better to err on this side of safety than not. So that's, and that, that's what I always think. I always, you know what? I don't want to regret not turning every rock, you know, every stone. Yeah. I, I want to know. So, um, I mean, doctors did that to Zach when he first got put on blood thinners. Zach has always been super thin naturally. Yeah. And back when he first got put on blood thinners, they only had a medicine called warfarin or Coumadin. It's the same thing. It's just two different w- names for it. And every single day, literally, he was gaining a pound, a pound a day. He got up to like 255 pounds, which is, he couldn't do that if he tried. And he went to tie his shoes one day and he was like, it was all upper body weight. Every doctor said to him, oh, you know, you're over 40 now. It's, Uh it's your diet, you know? And Zach's like, listen, I quit drinking. I probably get 2000 calories less a day from the, all the beer that I'm not yeah. drinking. You would think that I'd be like this big. He's like, it's not my diet. I, he's a pretty disciplined eater. Yeah. And especially then. And he's like, it's, it's not, they're like, Oh yeah. You know, you just got to watch, you got to cut your calories and it's your diet. And I went to the pharmacist who we knew forever. And she said to me, how's Zach doing on the blood thinners? Cause you know, they could be really tough. And I said, well, he's gained a he'd, he'd be like, Barb, come in the garage and he'd get on his medical scale and he'd have gained a pound. And she said, I said, yeah, I said, they're saying it's because he's over 40, but I swear it's got to be the medication because he's gaining like a pound a day. And she's like, oh, they're absolutely lying to you. It, it most definitely is the medication. And she showed me the whole chemical Breakdown. makeup uh-huh. is all sodium. Mm. The minute they discovered new blood thinners and they switched him he lost 33 pounds in one month Mm -hmm. just from making the switch not even changing because of all the water weight that's crazy and it's just you know and had i not had the pharmacist not asked me poor zach he'd have probably been on a starvation diet trying to lose weight because he was like losing his mind wow it was you know so it's like if something doesn't feel right to you yeah you know, the moral of the story, kids, is, you know, be your own advocate. Absolutely. A hundred percent. My God. But in more interesting and better news. Yes. Guess what I got in the mail yesterday? What? A save the date to your son's wedding. Oh, yes. <laughs> I didn't get mine yet. That was so I exciting. Didn't, I, I didn't get mine yet. What I'm do you just, mean you didn't you know, get yours? Like, we're just paying for half of it. But uh, <laughs> I saw the beautiful pictures and I oh, gave everyone addresses. Gorgeous save the date. Beautiful pictures. I know. My oh. my, my love of my life. My oh. number one. My first son out of the three my old my oldest son who my yeah just love this child since man your kids keep getting married you guys are gonna go broke uh, <laughs> you know i have one daughter so i i sh- i'm okay i've got three boys so i shouldn't you know this isn't costing me near as much as my daughter's wedding but yeah. uh yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, how does that feel? You're gonna have two married kids. That's wild. you know. Unfortunately, I don't see them enough anyway. I talk to them. I talk to my daughter every day. I talk to my son through my daughter every day, but not not as often. He works his tush off, and he's not the best communicator. That's the one difference with sons. They can be the worst communicators on the planet. <laughs> yeah. But. I will say that, you know, if I could have dreamt a woman for my son, if I could have 
everything about Rihanna, his fiance. I love her so much. She is absolutely divine. She's brilliant, smart. She passed the California State Bar, which is the hardest in the world. First try. Not a baby bar like Kim Kardashian. A real, full-on legal bar. (laughs) She put herself through school. She is absolutely brilliant. She's drop-dead gorgeous. And she, you know, believes in my candles and all of my crystals yeah, and she's very astrology. She's been roller skating she's, with us. She is yeah. just, oh, I just love her. So yeah. I'm super excited about their getting married. And I'm so glad that he chose someone that is just a dream. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. The it's other so, two. It's weird, though, because probably soon-ish, you're going to be a grandma. Oh, please, no. <laughs> That I'm I mean, I feel like I have a grand pups. I have two puppies, Jesse and Rihanna's dog and Haley Ray's Franklin. They're like Zach always calls them our grand pups. Are um, you gonna be okay with being called grandma or are you gonna oh, want I a will special not be name? called grandma? There's no way. No way. My family um, did mum and pup up. Uh-huh. Um that like our whole ancestors like from whenever I don't know if that's like a Polish Russian thing or I don't know I know of a few people East Coast do mum mum and pup up but I don't know I'll think of something Um, (laughs) my sister she was a grandmother really young and her grandchildren call her Glammy borrowed that from Goldie Hawn which I thought was fabulous Um, my mom does that too she makes She makes Frankie call her glammother. Okay, that's yeah, that works. Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure something out. Maybe not glammy because my sisters, but you know, I know Chris Jenner has her grandchildren call her love or lovey, lovey, which yeah. is sweet. I don't know. I know it's funny. No Frankie, nana and no grandma. Frankie's never called us mom and dad. We've always I been. Know. Yeah, I'm Mimi and uh, <laughs> and and Gilby's Iggy. One time she was referring to you guys and you guys were both talking about Iggy and I'm like, who is Iggy? I'm thinking you're talking about Iggy Pop. And I'm like, (laughs) what is going on? I had no idea we were talking about Gilby. Yeah, she's always called him Iggy and she calls me meme. A grandchild one day calling you Mimi would be cute. I don't know. I have to think of something. I mean, Haley Ray's like, no, my, first of all, Haley doesn't want any children. But the other day she said something like, well, maybe one. And I was like, oh, I have never heard that in 30 years that you've been on this planet. So (laughs) maybe they'll try and have one. If they have one, she's funny. She's like, mom, in French, it's grand mère. What do you think about that? I'm like, oh, I like that. It's beautiful. That's pretty. I don't know. Grand sounds big. I don't know if I like anything. It sounds old. It sounds big. Like, I don't know. I have to think of something else. If our listeners, if you guys have any ideas or you're called something awesome, please let us know. It's such a trip that that we're even having these conversations. Jesse's probably going to have like five kids because he loves babies he's always loved babies he couldn't wait for Hendrix to be born he would come home when Sabbath was born and just like can I take the baby he loves babies so poor Rihanna Jesse and Rihanna are probably gonna have 20 kids I don't know about Ray 
I don't know. I don't know about Frankie either, but I just got me wondering when I saw the invite. I was like, oh my. And Frankie has been getting so many invites. She's like a bridesmaid in like four weddings right now. It's like wedding season. There's a wedding. Yeah. It's madness. They've hit that age where everybody around them is getting married. Why? I don't know. (laughs) Barb, I just don't know. I told my kids from early on, I'm like, don't even talk to me about getting married before you're 30. Absolutely, positively, no, no, no. Our daughter was younger than 30. Her husband was not. I don't think, in my experience, and I'm not going to say this for everybody, and my husband was only 25 when we got married, but I don't think men especially are ready to be married before 30. Yeah, I really no, don't. I, I agree. I agree. But I'm surprised that this younger generation is getting married so so quickly because start I rebelling it against us. Yeah, I thought it wasn't modern. I'm like, why are they all getting married? Like you would think that the modern way would be not to get married. I think Generation X, we did that. And I mean, how many of our friends are divorced or yeah. on their second marriages or third marriages? Oh my God. So I, Frankie and I were talking about this the other day. We were talking about all the weddings that she's been invited to. And I'm like, God, it's so, I'm so so surprised. It's so not modern. Like, why is everybody getting married? Why they're all rushing off to get married for? Exactly. And, And then I sat down and I go, check this out. And I try to list every wedding I've ever been to. I know there's tons more that I just don't remember. But the ones I do remember were 30 weddings. Ugh. And those are just the ones I remember. I'm sure I've been to 50. <laughs> I just don't remember them because <laughs> my memory's sorted. So I've been to 30 weddings. So I listed all the weddings I've been to. And then I ticked off with Frankie sitting next to me, all the ones that are still married. And you want to know what? Oh, my. This is going to be interesting. Only 10 of them are still together. That does not surprise me. So a third survived. <laughs> wow. And Maybe I Maybe some of those weddings you went to were second marriages. Well, I subtracted those. I oh, subtracted my okay, mom's my right. mom's five weddings. <laughs> um, yeah, my mom had a four. So yeah. yeah. I subtracted those. But yeah, so I was like, wow, that's really crazy that out of thirty weddings that I've been to, only ten of those weddings are those marriages are still together. Amazing. So interesting. Anyways. I was not the little girl who dreamt of getting married one day. Ever, never, no. And that's why when Zach and I, when Zach asked me to marry him, I was like, I do not want a wedding. Like, we went away to Bora Bora and got married. When we did our vow renewal at our 25th wedding anniversary. That was so fun. I think you do another one. I think we should do one at, like, maybe 35 or something. I loved it. It was fun. So much fun. That was the first time that we ever did, like, a real ceremony that we renewed our vows loads and loads and loads of times. But I don't know if it's that I'm so not traditional or if it's just... The whole pomp and circumstance. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I love know. that part. I, I love that part. You know what irks me? Okay, there's a couple of things that bother me. One is when they do the pre-photos. I'm like, don't do that. That first you look thing. The surprise. What yeah. is that? I, I hate that. Thank God my daughter did not want to do that, and I don't think Rihanna's going to do that either. Yeah, I don't like that because you gotta you gotta keep that like that big grand entrance where everybody's like, oh my there's god, there's nothing she is. more amazing than when a guy like. Sees you like, for the first loses time. their like you know yeah they're just mouth drops or they're crying or they're well, at least you neat. hope that they that that's the reaction but <laughs> well I mean it's not like married at first sight or or love is blind or something where it's like the first time they actually see you for real 
there's something so magical about that whole thing. Yeah. That, that is totally taken away. I agree with you. I on that. love that. I love the pomp and circumstance. The minute they walk in and everybody has to stand up and 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 she walks down the aisle and you can't really see her face because the veil is covering I love the veil over the face. The veil's killer. I love when they lift the veil. I, I love that whole pomp and circumstance. The part I really hate though is the <laughs> bridal showers. Like please oh. please just tell me where I need to send the gift. Do not invite me. <laughs> I hate going to those. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of bridal showers. Either. Oh, God. Baby but, showers are fun sometimes. Mm, mm, Guys yeah. get to have these like killer bachelor parties. Yeah. Like Jesse's going to Alaska ocean fishing on a big cruise ship with his groomsmen or whatever. They're all excited. And I'm that's like, super cool. Yeah. they Good for them. That's cool. But, you know, girls, what do we get? Stupid. <laughs> bridal shower and we get to put flower the bows on a paper, paper plate, plate and make a hat out of it what yeah. is that you know it's so silly <laughs> it's funny because you brought this up so i now i have to talk about it but um i've been binging the new season of married at first sight oh goodness which i absolutely love that show i love that show it is Do you like so it better fun. than love is blind no i like them both equally they're both just <laughs> as chaotic and ridiculous I haven't seen the Oh, I have. I have, huh? I finally saw something that you haven't. Wow, Barb. I like that too. Really? Oh, I have to check that out. It's time for, you know, the one of the parties to like. Oh, but I have seen Milf Manor. Oh, I haven't seen that. (laughs) I thought I really, that is really a thing. Oh my God, Barb. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That I sounds can't, like a porn. I can't even believe that this show got greenlit. Wait, that's wait for really it. really a show. I thought that wait was for a it. porn. I really did. No, wait for it. Listen to this. <laughs> MILF Manor. Okay, wait. How old do you have to be to be a MILF? I think oh, all these mom, women are right? like. You only have to be a mom. So you can yeah, be, I think they're okay. all they're all like in their late 40s, early 50s. Okay. Okay, so they take all these women that have, you know, been married before. They're either divorced, widowed, uh, don't have anybody. I don't know, whatever. They're alone. And they're sick of dating the men that they've been finding on, <laughs> on apps and whatever. And so they go into this mansion in Mexico. <laughs> and oh they bring in all these guys that are really, really young. They're all like, you know, early 20s. And they line all these guys up and they line all the women up. And if you haven't seen it yet, I'm about to give you a spoiler alert. So stop listening to me (laughs) because it's a shocker. They unveil the guys and the guys are all the women's sons. What? Yes. What? Isn't that unreal? Like, I I mean, come on. Who would sign (laughs) up for that? Even Phil is horrified. (laughs) Who would sign up for that? Well, they didn't know. So these women are shocked. Who the hell the producer is? The women are shocked. The guys are shocked because now they have to date these women with their mothers standing right there next to them. Here's the worst part. The worst, most disgusting part. It's twisted. And I can't stop watching it. (laughs) Oh, my God, you sick puppy. And I can't believe that somebody produced this. It's on the air. I'm not shocked that there's viewers. But, oh, my God. It is ridiculous. It is absolutely absurd. So these, and the worst part is that the, the mothers and their sons are rooming together. What? While their sons and the mothers are dating, I mean, it's so fucking what in the world. Ill, 
It is absolutely off kilter. And I can't believe anybody even thought of this. Imagine. This it's is insane. when we really need our YouTube because my mouth, my jaw <laughs> has hit the floor and I am not eating. Can you imagine it. one of your friends dating one of your sons? No. Right in front of your face while you're dating their sons. <laughs> no. It is absolutely ridiculous. What? But somehow this show got greenlit and it's on television and you watched it and i watched it i can't <laughs> stop watching it i told you it's such a train wreck i can't take my eyes off of oh, it oh my god yeah do any of them like actually end up together for real i don't know i haven't watched that I mean, much it's of Milk it matter so it's just for yeah sex. i think i've only watched like three episodes so far but it's really tricky i have to like hide the fact that i'm watching it from gilby because i don't want him to think that i'm getting any ideas you know oh well you don't have any sons that we know of so you're okay there but oh my isn't that unreal i don't I even have, know what to say i have left you speechless yeah and that is not easy to do so i don't even oh my god i know it's it's <laughs> what in it's the r- world is that r- about just when you think that there's you know they <laughs> haven't thought of something well they have oh. <laughs> i know it's now absolutely please don't amazing. let them ever do it with dads and daughters that's even oh grosser. god you know what i think yeah everybody oh would be god. like yeah it's not good it's not good the moms are like oh my god and then when they reveal what the situation is that everyone's kind of like horrified you know but then they somehow adjust to it and carry on (laughs) somehow they have to have breakfast together in the morning like what is going on somehow like mom could you make me toast and then your girlfriend's there for coffee and she's well the women don't know each other before the show they meet each other first first time at the show it's really quite horrible because when they first reveal the guys, they're like behind like a screen. So you can see their shapes and all the women are like, mm, mm, yeah, oh, yeah, pull Ew. that screen up. And they pull it up and they start, the look of, they're all perplexed. They're all trying to process what that's, they're looking at. They're like, wait, that's my son. No, that's my son. No, that's my son. It, really odd. That is fucked up. This totally whole thing weird, is right? fucked up. So weird. There's one scene where the one mom goes back into her room. Did you know? About this show, Phil? Oh, Phil's horrified. I think I'm Phil's going to stop talking mortified. to us soon. <laughs> this is crazy. I have three sons, and I'm like, yeah. So the one scene, the one of the moms is macking down on one of the guys in a sauna, and his mother finds out about it and walks <laughs> in on them to break it up. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, what is happening right now? I don't even know what Can to you say imagine about this. I really need to know who the sick, twisted <laughs> producer of this show is. Probably like, who's the guy that created Hustler? Oh, what Larry was his Flint. Name? Yeah, it's probably someone like that. It's got to be someone really like, yeah. it's oh really... my gosh. Really interesting. And then I've been watching Married at First Sight, which you brought up. It's really interesting because it's like a an experiment. You know, they take all these people that have just had it with dating, which by the way, these people are all failing the experiment because <laughs> they take these people that I've all had it with dating. They've all dated and dated and they've been on these apps and they've met people and they've all been like scorned and cheated on and ghosted and you know, all these horror stories. So they've all thrown their hands up in the air and decided, I give myself up to faith. I don't care. 
who I marry. Just give me a decent person. I don't care what they look like. I don't care who they are. I don't care what they do. I don't care anything about them. I just want a good person to be my my mate through life and to share my life with. And I'm going to leave it all up to faith and I don't care. Bullshit. Bullshit. They don't know anything about this person. They see them for the very first time when they walk in down the aisle. And their first thought, every single one of them is, oh, yeah, they're good looking. I can do this. So hello, you just failed the experiment because you're looking to see if you're attracted. Right. And then they marry them. And then they forget that they were so desperate that they would go on a show and be set up with blind faith. And all of a sudden, they're judgmental. Now they don't want them. And they want to leave the show because this person is not meeting their criteria. You know, he's got a bald head. I don't like guys with bald heads. Oh, his teeth are not straight. I'm really big on straight teeth. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. (laughs) I mean, the love is blind thing. I find myself cheating because then you get invested in these couples and you root for them. And then I always have to, I I can't get through the whole thing. I have to cheat and look up, look online. Who's still together? Like who's really still together? Uh And there are a couple that there are that are yeah, yeah. and that are, are know, married with it. babies yep. and hopefully they'll do great or whatever. But and you know, it's so weird for me. It's been the ones that I've least expected, the yeah. ones that I'm like, there's no way they're going to yeah. be able to, you know, this person yeah. is so immature. Yeah, there's no way. And then the people that are like head over heels and crazy for each other, the guy ends up they burn out. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's interesting because it's it really is such an experiment on humanity because people think that they've had enough and that they're willing to take any decent human being that walks in the room as long as they're not like, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, right. then they're they're good with it. But they're not. They're not. No. All of a sudden finances become an issue, family values become an issue, uh, looks become an issue sex becomes an issue but those are the reasons that you know when you when you talk to people that have gone through divorce or that are not able to find someone usually those are the reasons that they aren't with someone it isn't because of what they look like it's usually like they're inconsiderate they leave the toilet seat up yeah or they aren't responsible with money or thank god that's not zach's and my uh criteria or we would have never made it through um (laughs) but life issues is usually or your parenting you know like you're you have a child and you know one person negates the other person's values Mm -hmm. or their child rearing abilities or what have you those are the things that you need to have a life with somebody it doesn't make sense that those things wouldn't factor in. I'm always screaming at the TV going, a blind date and getting married blindly is a, much different different. much different thing yeah but like i'm always screaming at the tv but wait you went on this show yes because you were fed up everybody has issues everybody nobody's perfect no and let me tell you even if there's attraction initially it fades it goes through ebbs and flows and you you can build attraction and you can lose attraction. Yeah. It's all about like, you know, trying to weigh out the pros and cons and not wanting to be alone. 
you know, and then you think about like all arranged marriages too. Like there's, you know, some countries where it's all arranged marriages and they go off of astrology. <laughs> they have but, no choice though. Yeah. So they can't leave the person. So no. they have to make it work. That's a different thing. I mean, I remember someone saying to me a long time ago, uh, you know, back when our parents, well, not our parents, but some parents got married, they didn't, you know, grant divorce like they do and they had to make it work. Like they didn't look at it like there was another option. Yeah. So they tended to make it work. This love is blind thing and married at first sight, they give them the option. Like they do it in stages. Yeah. It's like at first they don't see each other and they fall in love with each other's brains or what have you. And then their personalities and then they see each other and then they decide whether or not they get through that part. Then they go on this like little honeymoon the honeymoon is always where it goes awry too by the way which you think it wouldn't but it's always where it goes or it goes really awry when they get home and see where the other person lives or meets their families yeah that's that's when it gets really fun thank god thank god gilby didn't meet my family until after he was in love (laughs) zach did know my family but he appreciated how lunatic gilby loves my family but they are well, I'm cut from the same cloth. We're we're eccentric. Get it's a, a lot. Bag you get you a mixed bag to a family of you know, and you keep finding new family members. Twenty three <laughs> and me and uh, ancestry. So yeah, God only knows where. But it is interesting. Or like when they go to the other person's apartment or house for the first time, <laughs> they live like slobs. Oh my God! Yeah. I love this. Like this one girl on the the current season of. Love is blind. The guy is like just a total slob, like lives in an apartment. There's nothing but a beer and a, you know, stick of butter from six years ago in the refrigerator. And she is like a full on meticulous like, OCD. Oh yeah. my God. She was just like cleaning dishes as she's yeah. like <laughs> talking to him. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's never going to work ever, never. Yeah, no, it's really hilarious. Wow, we've done like almost a whole episode about marriage. Who knew? Not good ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I'm still this MILF Manor thing. I, I just. You might have to go and check it out. I can't watch it now. Oh my God. One of my girlfriends told me about it. She's like, you got to watch this. Oh And my. I was like, what is it about? She goes, just watch it. Oh. And I started to watch it. And I was just like, oh I kept my hearing God. about it, like in memes this? and stuff about Milf Manor. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. got to be a porn that everyone's memeing, or it just sounds good together. So it's like, and it's a real thing. I'm no, still it's, flabbergasted. It's hilarious. I'm blown away. I guess we should do some real flicks. Yeah. Do you have so any uh, yeah, fuck, Daniela. I do. I have a flicks as fuck. I watched a movie this week. It was on Netflix, and it's called We Have a Ghost. Ooh. Have you heard of this? We have no, a ghost. No, but that sounds like it's right up my alley. I started watching it just because I was like looking for something to watch on Netflix because it was raining and cold outside and I had nothing to do. It started out as like this cute kind of silly little ghost film, almost reminded me of Beetlejuice. Okay. And it was really cute. And then it just took like this real like heavy kind of dark turn, <laughs> <laughs> which threw me for a loop. It didn't get good ratings. Jennifer Coolidge is in it. I love her. Yeah. So that was kind of a plus. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was cute. You know, it was, okay. just, it was just cute. It was cute. It took a little bit of a dark turn, but it recovered and um, <laughs> <laughs> and all was well in the in the universe. But it was a cute film. So if you're bored and have, you know, looking for something to watch that's kind of cute and entertaining, I would recommend that. It's just a cute little film. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't remember who else was in it. So, so don't have you me. watched that 90s show yet? No. Okay. So I love that 70s show. Mm. I did. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was just, I never watched that either. I, I love that show. It was just cute and funny and totally reminded me of growing up on the East coast and hanging out in everybody's basements and just like, Oh yeah. Totally, you know, getting high and sniffing glue and doing whippets and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So just very funny. Well, now it's that 90 show. And basically what it is, is that all of the characters and the cast from that 70s show, the mom and dad are still the original characters, but all of the kids that were, you know, Ashton Kutcher yeah. and Mila Kunis and Topher Grace and I don't know who else is in it, but his character was Fez. They're all in it now, but now they're married or they're divorced or they, you know, and, and it's their children. And so now they're grandparents to this young girl because Topher Grace and the redhead, oh, what's her name? Laura Prepron or Prepon. They're married now, so their daughter goes home with them for the summer to meet their grandparents, who are the original, they're funniest as hell. And she decides she wants to stay with them for the summer, and she now hangs out in the basement with all of their other kids, and now they're like finding the weed that their parents had in the house from back in the seventies. <laughs> and it's hysterical and super cute. And I love it. And oh. Zach's always like, it's so funny that you think it's good. He's like interesting take on the whole thing, uh-huh. but it's, it's actually done really well. And it's really cute. I oh. really like it. Oh, I'll check it out. Fun. I'll definitely check it out. Very then. fun. Okay. And it's good. the nineties fashion too, which nineties music, which I'm all yeah. about. So yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh good. I'll definitely have yeah, to check it out. It's really good. Okay, so do we have time for Barb's Bag of Tricks? Sure. Okay. Oh, you so, know, actually, we have a question from one oh, of our listeners. Awesome. Do you want, do, should we do that? Like yeah, a, a, let's go for it. A slash Dear Daniela, Barb's Bag of Tricks? Yes. Because it's a question for you. It came from one of our listeners, and she said, thanks to your honest review of Biologique Recherche, whatever you say it, <laughs> products, I got a fabulous facial. Wow. And started to switch some of my skincare products. I have super sensitive skin thus far, no issues. Do you mind sharing your favorite serum? Okay, so I can't say enough amazing things about that line. And you and I are definitely going there to do a research project for a facial. Yes. But they have a new serum, which I bought for you yes. and for me. Yes. That is the only thing that I know of that has been proven to increase collagen production. And that is currently my fave and in my repertoire. And it's by, um, by Biologic. Biologic Recherche. It is... Why do they make these brands so um, difficult to pronounce? You break your teeth. I of it because I love it so much. Let me see if I could find it. They have one that Linara Spa Inara put yep. on me that was the lifting one. It's called Elastine. I love mm-hmm. that one too. Their products are extremely active. So I would say if you're going to use their serums, use them at night. Mm. Don't use them in the morning. And then put your favorite moisturizer on afterward. And the P50, which you love and I love. I like the one that's the P50V because it's for sensitive skin. The other one's a little strong for me, but it's fabulous and sometimes when a product is strong it's better to just use it like every other day instead of every day until you build up a tolerance for it absolutely and they even say that to you when you go there I don't know if I have the name of that one right in front of me let me try and find it but I would say that 
there's also another one. It starts with a T that's for hyperpigmentation. They have so many serums that you can call yeah. Biologic Recherche. Yeah. And you do literally a telemedicine consultation with them you don't have to ever set foot in one of their spas and they will ask you some questions they'll actually want to look at your skin on camera and they will give you a recommendation of what serums that they recommend you start with that's perfect Um, but absolutely wow their stuff is amazing yeah you can't go wrong Okay. I hope I answered you. I think you did, Miss Barbara Ann. Yeah, I, I, I will get you the names and screenshots of the ones that I love as well. Awesome. And is that your Barb's Bag of Tricks? Yeah, we could do a really quick one. You and I are always on a mission to find the best eye under eye product. Yes. And our good friend, although she's not really our friend, but I'm hoping that maybe one day she will be, Shani Darden, whom I can't say enough amazing things about her products. She's now in Sephora, which good for her. She's incredible. I first learned about her through Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba is a big fan of Shani's or Shani. I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but Darden is definitely her last name. She came out with a new eye cream. It's more of a cream. It's called Intensive Eye Renewal Cream, Mm -hmm. and it's got firming peptides, and they say it's for firming and brightness you're able to use it through your whole eye orbit area. I've only been using it for a short while because it's brand new, but I had to get it right away because I just love her products. I Her retinol is like off the chart and I really love it. Oh, good. So I want you to check it out too. I okay. have it in my bag. I love it. It's a little tackier than the Augustinus Bader one. The Augustinus Bader one is thinner, more liquid product. But the peptides in it are really nourishing. Listen, you had me at Jessica Alba. If she I, uses this and it's good enough for her. She loves this it's line. It's good enough for me. She does her facials and she's an incredible esthetician. Yeah. Her products are all lovely. Awesome. Well, That's you. Barb's bag of tricks for this week. I like it. So Barb, guess what? On Thursday night, we have an invitation. Great, because uh, I'm going to get threads finally. And oh, I'm not so then you can't the come lighted. with me. Well, maybe I'll have to reschedule. Where are we going? Sharon Stone. Uh, hello. Has invited us to her art exhibit. So, <gasps> yeah. Oh. And it's a women-only event. I love that. So only women are invited. Dr. Rahi, so I, might have to, I might have to come see you after. <laughs> <laughs> I might not be able to miss this. So, yeah. We'll have to talk about it next week when we get back from it so you hear all I mean, about when it. do we go and have procedures that we could hide out for a little bit it's non-stop it's not having to reschedule things I and know. my face is suffering for it so <laughs> it's like your face is not <laughs> suffering it i need those uh Stop. i need those threads dr rahi no, i don't. need dr rahi's magic oh you're silly Anyways, okay, well, that does it for this episode of Honest AF. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you have any products or suggestions or topics that you want us to tackle, hit us up on our socials. We need Except to know. Except for Milf Manor. If you're going to recommend that, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I'm just horrified. Don't worry. I'm making her watch it. <laughs> All right. Until next time, check us out on our socials. Honest AF Show is our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. HonestAFShow.com is our website. Until next time, y'all take care. Bye. Ciao. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) 
We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.